This is Matt. Welcome to Hippie Witch Part 2. We pick up where our heroes left off, talking about hot dogs. think that's accurate. I still maintain that if we did a blind taste test with hot dogs, you would not be able to tell the difference because they're all just these squishy, salty things. Now, so here's where I think the guys have the upper hand here. Oh. In... In this make-believe scenario that both of our listeners are listening to, <laughs> if the guy, if the square is like dating a hippie witch, chances are he will have had a parent or two that has taught them in mixed company. You know, mm-hmm. if you're presented with a food that you maybe not be your first choice, ah. that you're just going to eat it and you're going to enjoy it. Okay. And even if you don't, you're going to make believe you do. You're going to pretend. You're just going to be polite. You're, yeah, you're going to make yeah, pretend. Totally. You know, you're going to pretend. You're going to give it a try. You know, oh, this isn't your favorite thing. Well, uh, who freaking cares? You're just going to eat it and be. And you're going to be grateful. Because it's food. Right. And if someone's making you something. It's an offering. The, the first thought isn't going to be, I don't like this. Right. The first and only thought is thank you. Regardless of how ridiculous this meat substitute. Not dogs. <laughs> not dogs now they should just rebrand the marketing you know if my Mm. subconscious is not hearing negatives or anything like that these are dogs (laughs) honey i got some (laughs) dogs i got some dogs sorry my subconscious just heard a pause in dogs what is this putting dogs on the grill yeah you would have no idea that they were not whatever is in a hot dog (laughs) I'd like to interject. Okay. No. <laughs> there are some there have been things where you said, "Hey, try this. It's some sort of fake word food that you made up instead of the meat you usually eat." Mm-hmm. Um, there chick have been patties. Chick, okay, yeah, that's going to say there have been some that have been very good. The taste is very similar. And if it's a healthier healthier alternative, let's do it. Which might be debatable, and at least it's not meat. So is like the the meat bad inherently? Well, the meat is a tiny baby chicken or a piggy, and it's not good for the environment. <clears throat> There's an environmental impact of commercial meat. Okay, so the greater environment. What the what about the environment of my home and kitchen? Mm-hmm. What's the impact on that environment? <laughs> no, there's been stuff like the chick patties. Yeah. Basically chicken patties but made out of what? Must be chickpeas, right? Yep. Yeah. The the, the chick nugs. Yep. Dynamite. I will eat that and have been. You love them. For, I love them. They're so good. All about the nugs. All about the crispy chicken Crispy, not chicken nugs. Crispy chickpea Now, nugs. it's where we fall into the hot dogs. Those have been the ones that have been lacking yeah. the most. Whatever, I don't know what kind they are. I have yet, We've tried different kinds, but I've not found a, susut- a suitable hot dog alternative. Well, and in my defense, I don't really love meat substitutes. Like, there's just so many vegetables to eat in the world. Why do we need all these meat substitutes? Like, let's just eat vegetables. You know what? There's nothing like watching the ball game and watching... <laughs> Washing down my hot bowl of cauliflower. What did I say? I was gonna, I was gonna make roasted carrots. I think. When? Uh, this is what I was. I was trying to convince you that I could make roasted carrots with like liquid smoke 
and a little bit of Liquid barbecue. Smoke. See, what are we doing, guys? Can we just make <laughs> a thing that's a thing and th- and it, that's what it is? And then put that roasted carrot in a hot dog bun with all the condiments because you love condiments. So you also would have no idea until you bit into it that it wasn't a hot dog because yeah, it's going to be the same I, color. It's usually when I get a good idea of what the food is. It's going to be the same color and it's going to be covered in relish and ketchup and mustard and 95 other things that name okay you name ketchup relish and mustard name what other condiment who knows it depends on your mood blue cheese that's just insanity pickles no no blue cheese i didn't put buffalo sauce on it yeah. well i have relish why would i put a pickle on it mm. see now you're just pulling things out of nowhere fine i think though that there are actual hippie foods not like replacements for not hippie foods that have been equally impactful that you've loved i agree which is funny because we'll be ate for dinner tonight yes well, i had to think <laughs> <laughs> what was dinner i didn't make it i, I didn't make it. it what was it no we have been um making cauliflower buffalo bites buffalo cauliflower even saying that i feel weird like ugh. Really? Yeah. It's just like, what are you buying? What am I? Cauliflower I, is magic. I'm imagining my sister. He's like, what happened to you? <laughs> what happened to you? What has she what? done? You made this? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you just get some cauliflower, make a batter, put it in olive oil, fry it in some olive oil, you know, put a little buffalo sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Very good. Delicious. Yeah. We eat that twice a month, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. And I don't know if that. I mean, that still is like, I'm thinking about the first time I made popcorn for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of condiments. This has to do with condiments on popcorn? Yes. What? Because what goes on popcorn? Popcorn is a staple around here. It is five nights a week. (laughs) It's usually a, you know, TV movie snack. Mm -hmm. And, you know. If God, if we're both out of ideas, sometimes it's dinner. It's dinner. It could definitely be dinner so like, all yeah. the time. We particularly up, in summer. Yeah. So we pop up some popcorn. Mm-hmm. What goes on it? Olive oil. Olive oil. Right there, then I feel it's something is a is a change for me. I never really made a lot of popcorn as Right, because as we a had snack. microwave popcorn. Yeah, as that children. was kind of it. Yeah. Um but I mean, even sometimes if I ever made it, I'd like splurge and put butter on it. Yeah. But olive oil is a healthier option than butter. Definitely. <laughs> so olive oil, salt, and pepper. Oh, yeah. And nutritional yeast. Oh man. This was this is arguably one of the greatest things I had to overcome as a human being on this planet. But you love nutritional yeast. It's it's yeah, it's weird. Is it do I like it because it's just on there? And I eat it every day. That I hope not. Is <laughs> this just this is a thing you have to deal with now? I I and you better just your mind your brain is just like it's easier if you just choose to enjoy. it. I am not trying to hear any of that right now. <laughs> I think that you genuinely were surprised, surprised, skeptical then surprised. Surprise doesn't scratch the surface that about you what love this nutritional stuff is. yeast. It's so good. It has protein in it. It's good for you. You could tell me it has magical unicorn dust in it, and I would just... I mean, it might be made out of unicorn dust. Well, like, 
that good. Yeah. But I mean, first of all, I had never heard of this stuff. <laughs> really heard of it ever. Yeah. And you're like, let's put some nutritional yeast on it. And I say, what is that? Yeah. And then you bring me this bag that looks like a bag of dirt. No, it doesn't. It looked like you went to the pitcher's mound of the Little League field. It looks like. Grabbed a handful of dirt. Cheese. It looks like cheese dust. <laughs> wow. You know, if you phrased it that way before, I would have been on board way sooner. It looks very similar to those packets of cheese that you put in box macaroni and cheese. It's just a little flakier. If it was like that mixed with like fish food flakes. Get the cheese dust. <laughs> it's delicious. You'll love it. It's delicious. <laughs> God. The initial smell isn't appetizing at all. I don't it's know, a little weird. I don't know first. how I came around, but eventually I did. Now I can't do without it. Now you are 100% in. Yeah. Yeah. So advice. We bring it camping with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just make a big circle around the tent. It keeps the bears away. It probably would bring the bears in because they would be very excited that someone thought about bringing them nutritional yeast. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need to bring the bears in. Get the nooch. Get the nooch. Yeah. My advice then to the squares, just, just try it. Because it's delicious. Try it, choke it down, and if there's a ring on your fingers, it's just, it's just, this isn't your future now. So just learn to love it. Oh, this was long before a ring was produced. A little extra salt goes a long way. And pepper is key. Pepper is key. I do appreciate the pepper. A little kick. Yeah. But I do like Nooch now. I don't know where the turn was. Don't know how long it took. But <clears> by <throat> God, can't do without it now. Weird. Even so, so much where like you can't eat, can't or won't, movie popcorn. Uh-uh. I'm, no, I, I don't eat movie theater popcorn because it makes my tummy hurt. Oh, and then I don't sleep because I'm like 95 years old and I'm impacted by <laughs> the fake butter. On. So is this going to be like in five years when we're bringing Luna to the next Pixar? <laughs> Pop up. Why is your, why is your shirt crinkle? Why is that making that crunchy noise? That's the popcorn I have to bring in for Nana, because she can't eat movie popcorn. We have had to do that many times. Well, we mean we. Okay. I have I have done it for you. I have done it when my purse was bigger than it is now, but I'm trying to downsize the purses because they're obscene. So this is actually the one good use of a purse: popcorn in a movie theater. Yes, I can't think of no other use. Well, fortunately, you have so many pockets in your coats. Do I? I have a normal number of pockets. It gets tricky in the summertime. Yeah. That's when it's it hard. It was hard sneaking snacks into Endgame. Yeah. And it was like May. That was tough. Yeah. And, and you know, if the movie theater would just get on board. There is a movie theater in Ithaca oh, yeah. that has nutritional yeast as an it's option true. and olive oil. And it's amazing. So that's the only theater that you can go to and not have to eat conventional chemical butter. Yeah. But then like, Why? Wow, there are i don't want to say there are few joys there are many joys on this planet you are obsessed with movie theater popcorn this is borderline in a just out of control why are you depriving me of something so delicious (laughs) so along with food is another thing that looks like you could use it to clean something but somehow it winds up in something i eat what tofu oh was tofu new to you really um either my parents are angels on this earth and kept it from my existence Mm. or i just never paid attention although i did learn apparently (laughs) it is in 
hot and sour soup. Yes, it Chinese is. food, hot mm-hmm. and sour soup, which I have loved and enjoyed forever. I mean, it's like, oh, this delicious chewy sponge type mm-hmm. food in the soup. Uh, it's hot and spicy, so I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, I never ate tofu. <laughs> huh, let me fry up some tofu. You were never gifted spicy peanut tofu. No. When you were 10 no, for dinner. That, yeah. was, that would not have been a gift. Yeah, that was like yeah. amazing bonus when we got to have spicy peanut tofu out of the Moosewood cookbook. Oh my God. Yeah. Yep. One memory I have is you like, I don't know if it's extra firm, firm tofu. Mm-hmm. It looks like just a big white sponge you yes. would clean a chalkboard with. Uh-huh. And like you were squishing it you on have the to counter. Get the extra moisture out of it. Right. But you were like on your toes, putting <laughs> your whole body weight in there. You were just like. Ithaca tofu is no joke. Like yeah. you, it's durable when it's firm. You got to yeah. really squish. It's like you were beating your clothes dry at the river. Well, you don't want it to like break apart into a billion pieces if you're, if you want it to stay in little cubies. I know. And then again, I'll put on the grill and I'm thinking, what are you doing to this thing? And why does it need to happen to be delicious? Well, I'm sure many things have to happen for a Slim Jim to be delicious. And you're not asking those questions. No. The question is how much is it? And can I get it inside (laughs) me? Those are the questions. <laughs> could you make a Slim Jim out of tofu? You could probably make anything out of tofu. What would you call that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You'd let's have to a, come up with like a name let's first. Let's do a contest. Can you yep. contest for both of our listeners? <laughs> You'd have to come up with a name first that was like a pretty typical hippie, like 40 something year old woman name, and then okay. have it be a Slim That. <laughs> like a slim diane i don't know slim diane, no maybe i mean i bet diane is definitely at the co-op buying some firm tofu to yeah, make maybe she is to put in her food dehydrator well it has to either rhyme with slim or right. start with s like the alliteration or the oh rhyming, you know, okay i got you it. i got you um yeah. s- slim kim Okay, we're getting off topic here. Nope, we are. Yeah, we. Well, we're not because you said co-op, which is funny because the 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 direct bullet point beneath tofu is co-op. Shut up! Swear to God, it says food dash tofu dash co-ops. You want to hide that? No, bitch, I'm a witch. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) So maybe. Now, here's the thing. We've recorded several episodes. Uh So for both of our listeners who are listening, maybe Mm. as they release. Right. We're like a month ahead. Okay. So like this might, right now is maybe episode seven, oh. six. Wow, we're cooking. It's late. So like maybe between now and when people listen, we will have manufactured, we will have made some Slim Kims. Oh, all right. Let's try them out. <laughs> I can't, I literally can't wait to do this. Oh, this is so funny. Next episode <clears throat> brought to you by Slim Kims. Slim Kims. So co-ops. Come uh-huh. on. Never you didn't have was. co-ops in New Jersey? Maybe, but my parents went to a grocery store. You went to Wegmans. Uh, our Wegmans was kind of far away. Where like, did you go? Um, what was your childhood grocery store? There was... Oh, there was the Acme. <laughs> <laughs> was it in Toontown? <laughs> That's what... <laughs> 
I think my sister was saying something like she was saying this to friends in college. We're like, yeah, my mom just came back from Acme. And we're like, did she get some like portable holes and mm-hmm. like rocket powered roller skates? While she Watch was out there? for the dip. <laughs> yeah. So it was Acme. A gigantic. Okay. Like as big as our Wegmans here. It was huge. Right. So it's like a big store. I mean, there was also like mm-hmm. early years, there was ShopRite. Then there was like the Morazzo's Thriftway. Wow. But but the Acme was like right down the road. It was very close. So yeah. I don't know where those exist. So you know, like I mean shopping changed like regional, right? So like you know, we don't have many stop and shops or price right. choppers around <clears throat> here, but right. like, you know, northeast maybe is where they kinda are. So they're kinda regional. I think there's a price chopper like half an hour away. Yeah, there is. It's not very far. Yeah. Yeah. Is there one in there's Corland? one in Cortland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I was there when I bought our drill last week. <laughs> I had to put together that goddamn entertainment center. <laughs> that was an all-day thing that should have taken two hours, max. You did great. I was very uh, impressed. Anyway, yeah. So we didn't have co-ops. You didn't have co-ops. So, oh, here's the co-op. I'm like, great. What is this? Oh god, the co-op. Yeah. The co-op is the place that if I'm in a bad mood and I go to the co-op, I'm instantly happy. Just walking in and smelling the co-op, even though the co-op now <clears throat> only has like light hints of the co-op from my childhood and like the OG Green Star co-op. I think we should stop using OG. Why? I don't know. I used it in a previous episode and was like re-listening to it. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, this is like the OG thing. And I'm like, I don't know if I should say. Why? I don't know. Because people won't know what OG no, is? No, like, it's because I'm old. Oh. Well, that's why we say it. I mean, we what we want to do is inform our viewers that we say things that either used to be cool and no longer are, or are cool currently and we use them incorrectly yeah, to like, drive the children crazy. To destroy it faster. Or yeah. to just like make them roll their eyes yeah, at us OG at this is, point. They care less than they did when they were like teenager teenagers. And that's a pretty old one, so we yeah. definitely... It's more of a retro dating ourselves thing. Okay. Yeah. You walk into a co-op and feel joy. Oh, my God. It changes my whole mood. I'm instantly happy. I don't even care what I'm there for. It could be for like a bag of coffee. It could be for uh, berries. And I leave so happy. I want to listen to like Simon and Garfunkel in the car. Jewel? Jewel. Um, Indigo Girls. <laughs> <laughs> You're just naming the lineup of the most recent grassroots festival. No, that's know. not. Oh, that would be an amazing grassroots festival. Um, and then I'm gonna put on some Don of the Buffalo. Matt goes to the co-op in the best mood. He could have just played golf. Yeah, and nailed it. Could have broke eighty. Got in a really good score. I feel like, honey, how'd you do on the course? Shot a seventy-eight. Shot a seventy-eight. I'm going to the co-op. Go to Green Star. Guaranteed he comes out of Green Star furious. No. This is rage is my currency. <laughs> Stop sure. saying I that. Have, I have a question about that. So like if rage is my currency and so like if I'm getting mad, would uh-huh. I making would I be making a deposit or making a withdrawal? Like how does that work? What's the exchange rate for rage? I don't know. So like, yeah, if I'm if Does I, it fill you or does it drain you? It's weird. It's it's both. It's so rage. It fills me with rage. Rage makes me have to take a nap. Exactly, and that's how it ends up. But oh. first, it's this filling 
So it drains you. So it's, it's a withdrawal. It's a full, it's like filler up of, of hate and rage. Oh my God. <laughs> Hate's a strong word. For just going into the co-op. Every time. The the parking, the traffic. Parking has gotten better. Yeah, it's true. It's new since location. It moved, yep. Yeah. Parking is exponentially better. There's sometimes fuckery in the parking lot though of like weird driving for sure. Well, yeah. Yes. I mean, nothing you wouldn't see anywhere else. It's right. not unique to our co-op. Also true. Every time I set foot in that store. It's so weird. It's weird. It's well, like a it's like an angrier Ron Swanson. You have to you know temper the amounts of times that we send you to the cop. Since it is my place of joy. Yeah. Well, now that I know that, I mean now that I know that, I I guess I didn't know it was your place of joy. I guess you liked it. It was fine. It's where we get our coffee. I it change it'll 100% change my mood. Really? To happy every day. Ugh. See, I wish I knew that. Now it doesn't matter what's going on. Like I can be annoyed in general. I can just like be exhausted and have had like a hard day and huh. I go to the co-op and afterwards I'm filled with love. I've literally no idea why. I thought that it was because a lot of the times when I'm going to the co-op, I'm getting coffee and the smell of that big bag of coffee, like oh, you get yeah. a, like a big bulk yep. bag of equal exchange well, I mean, coffee there. And so like, then I'm just smelling the beans and I'm smelling the coffee bean love. I've tested the theory though, and it happens even without getting coffee. Really? Yep. Well, I'm glad I know that. So that will, I mean, seriously, that will temper my rage. <laughs> it will. Oh, honey. Okay. Here's, uh, here's what I can promise. It will temper my rage before I go in the store. Okay. As I enter, I'm like, this is your place of joy. If we're together. Mm-hmm. This is your place of joy. This is where you, you know, you find joy in this place. I'm not going to go in there preemptively. Just out of principle, for in a lousy mood. Like, God damn this place. I'm not going to do that because it is your place of joy. And I wouldn't want to in any way take the joy, I, and joyful I, experience from it. I mean, that's very, very sweet. And I do have to say that as an, an Enneagram 9 and a highly sensitive person who is very much impacted by other people's moods, like annoyingly so. If I had like a magic wand really right now, I would abolish that part of me that can tune so, so quickly into other people's emotions. You don't bring that to the table when we pull in. It's not like it slow. It's a slow burn throughout the store, usually because of the behavior. It's like if you were burning sage of other people. It burns slow. Fellas, learn what sage is. Right. This is we're not even going to talk about it now. This oh, is yeah. this is homework on your own. Yeah. And okay. grow it yourself so that, you know, you're not taking it from other people. Grow sage or rage? Sage. You can grow rage. Don't grow the rage. Well, you don't want to. I mean, you can. <laughs> I still remember, you know, I mean, because I was going to finish my thought that, you know, you don't like, we can go back to the Irish Catholic upbringing and like there are times and places for expressing certain emotions and certain things. And so it, this is not like you would walk around a public place being actively angry or outwardly annoyed, you know, I, it doesn't work like that. You're very, you know, appropriate. And I think the what you know, we joke about rage. We're like, 
Not actually. Not actual anger rage. and rage. It's more of just like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. You know, silly, silly, God damn it. Well, a lot of times it's exasperation, which yeah. is freaking hilarious <laughs> for me. I find it funny when Matt it's is exactly. exasperated. It's funny. Cute. Well, thank you. It's so cute. It's that's, so cute. That's great. Um, And this brings me to a, a memory that I had of you being introduced to the hippie witch side because the lack of or unwillingness to express emotions, thoughts, feelings. <laughs> like the second I have them or? Like ever unless prompted multiple times. I mean, and this was years and years ago. This is not like now. When we were first seeing each other and I'm like, this man's throat chakra is completely stagnant like dense energy not moving he's not expressing he has things to say and um things to express that are just kind of stuck in there and i really wanted him to express more boy you regret that now (laughs) never and so um we were getting ready to go away for the weekend. And I have no memory of the story. Really? I feel like Gandalf. That's good. I have no memory of this. We were getting ready to go to Boston. You were gonna meet Oh, okay. And you were gonna meet my whole like big extended family. Right. Yeah. And I mean, on one hand, I wanted more expression, period, in our relationship because I was doing a lot of guessing about what was going on. And on the other hand, I'm like, well, I want to know really what he's feeling, thinking about meeting my family. Like, I wanted to to be able to talk about it. And so I gave you a chakra stone. And it was blue. Okay. Which was significant. Because? Uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> the color for the throat chakra is blue. Oh, well, yeah. Duh. Duh. And and I had one too. So we had these kind of like communication stones that were like, rather than saying those words that nobody wants to hear in a relationship without like butthole clenching. <laughs> the phrase, you know what phrase I'm going to say? No. We need to talk. <laughs> yeah. We need to talk. Yeah. Like that's just a there's, heavy. Well, there's, there's nothing. No there's way n- to say it. No way to phrase that. You could say anything else. That would take the place of we need to talk. And it would still have that weight, that feeling, because you know what's going to follow it. Yeah. yeah. See, now if you really wanted to hook me in, you should have called them Palantirs. Yeah. From Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Because those are like the basically the communication stones mm-hmm. that they're used that's the, throughout Middle Earth. <clears throat> they're used to communicate very long distances. Yes, I was trying to bring this into like the real world, though, and outside of a fantasy book. And, and so we had these communication stones. So that we can just like put the communication stone out there and be like, okay, we're going to chat about something and it doesn't have to have this like weighted energy to it. And so chakras started kind of being like a, not like a casual conversation, but you had started asking different questions around chakras. It could be like, oh, you know, well, if throat chakra is blue then like what's yellow you know or you would just spontaneously ask these things and then 
we were um, at your apartment. And I think we were like doing work, grading things, something, you know, we were kind of working on school stuff, on work stuff. And your computer was open and one of the tabs was like something, something chakras. (laughs) And you had looked up all of this chakra information. I vaguely remember this. And uh, like you were studying them, like Mm -hmm. trying to figure this out. And so, of course, like my heart burst into 10 million pieces. And I was so like impressed Mm -hmm. that you took the time to to figure that out. And then fast forward, because you're the romance ninja, to Christmas. Last Christmas? No. Christmas of that year of going to Boston, of getting the chakra stones, of doing your chakra research and gave me the most beautiful chakra pendant ever for Christmas. It was such a beautiful necklace. Oh, okay. Yep. And I I just like burst into tears. I was like, you know, so for all of your like not knowing about what the hippie witch was bringing to the table, you were hundred percent participating in the nonsense. Yep. Always doing the research and then coming in like the romance ninja. Yeah. So some good advice along those lines (laughs) is to obviously do some, might conduct some independent research on whatever's being talked about. Yeah, you just got to do that. But if you want to extend the life of this, you have to leave it open on your web browser (laughs) to be easily discovered. (laughs) I can't, that pays off in dividends. That goes even further than the basic, than knowing about it. You didn't do that on purpose. I did not. You didn't even remember any of this. Nope. No, no, I definitely didn't do that on purpose. No. But now you can inform other people and they can be that much more magical for it. Right. Yeah. That's the whole, the PSA. I have two more. Are we going to queue up some more, two more PSA pieces? Two more. I don't know who our producer is. I'm sure there will be ongoing PSAs periodically yeah. periodic hippie witch wife yeah. cue the PSA. cue the infomercial music two more things that need to be made aware of in the field of vision I have not come to terms with these yet okay I hate them oh I hate them as the day is long oh but they seem to multiply like mogwais when you throw water on them and there's nothing I can do about it puppies mason jars <laughs> I know you hate mason jars, and I block it out every time. So, like, normal people may use Tupperware. <laughs> something with a lid. You know, something with just two pieces. Um, Something you put in there and the lid to cover it. What I hate about mason jars, what I will always hate about them, is that there's three pieces. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's one extra piece to this container unit, <laughs> and it makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. Because... I was looking for a container to put my podcast Guinness in, mm. and I was looking for a mason jar like I did last week. Couldn't find one. I'm like, where are all these mason jars? But I opened a drawer five seconds later and found three <laughs> lids and four other parts of the other part of the lid. Wow. Oh, my God. They are so versatile, though. They're cups, they're jars, they're containers. You can so put... you just named three different <laughs> words for the same thing. <laughs> You can put food in them, drinks in them, pens in them, soap. 
herbs. If you put anything in there you didn't want on the floor. Wow, we have a whole wall of jars, honey. I know. I don't like them. I hate them. Okay. I hate them so wow. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore. It's intense. Yeah. I mean, get... I hate your socks, so I get it. <laughs> what? <laughs> My, like, the fact that I have them. Yes. That they're not high quality, that they're ugly. What? I hate that socks exist. Period. I hate that they are not matched. I hate that you throw them around the house like you're, you know, dropping, airdropping packages to places. Like, I hate socks. Yeah, this kind of ties into my initial description of a hippie witch at a <laughs> festival with soles of their feet as black as night because mm. they don't wear shoes or socks. Yep. So thanks for bringing that home. But one other thing before we end. Okay. Something else to be aware of. Organic food. Honey, you not you just knock it out of the park with organic food. Yeah, because here's why. You don't need to know its benefits. You don't need to know anything about it. You need to know that it exists. Mm. And if something you were going to buy has an organic alternative, you buy that. Yeah. Just, that's it. That's it. That's it. You have to know it exists. Simple. And get the organic kind. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you, I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously, it's this whole thing, but I'm telling people who, this was news to me. I'm just like, wait a second. Really? There's this, but there's this organic, and I'm not sure. Organic. Before me, <clears throat> you weren't buying organic produce? Does that, can you just say that sentence okay. again? Yeah. Say that sentence out loud again and try not to laugh. You weren't buying produce. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Before me? Before me. You weren't buying organic pro I can't even say that sentence out loud without And why that's funny because my brain forgets things and then it and then it clicks back in is I you know, you might have been surprised by some of my hippie witch shit. However, there were some surprises on the other end too. Mm. Okay. And I'm only gonna mention one because this isn't what this episode is about. I distinctly remember coming back from a hot yoga teacher training. Yeah. Hot yoga teacher training. Was it fun or was it awful? No, let me guess. It was awful. It was amazing. Okay. And I had been sweating all day. It was like a 12-hour day. And my amazing boyfriend at the time, Ugh, that's really funny to say that terrible. out loud. I hate that word so much. Was like, I made you a frozen margarita. It's in the freezer. And I was like, what is this magic? And you had gone down to... That amazing burrito place in Massachusetts. Desperados. Oh. Yeah. And Goddess Desperados. There's not a lot of food I miss where we used to live, but that is one of them. That is one of them. And got me a veggie burrito. So you made this incredible frozen margarita for me. I opened the freezer and there are probably 10 Tupperware containers with labels and dates stacked in your freezer. And I was like, holy shit, this man cooks food, puts it in freezer containers, labels it, and these are his lunches. Like, he's bringing this shit to work, to eat. This, I've hit the jackpot. I have hit the jackpot. He is going to be cooking. He's going to be doing all the cooking. Little did I know that in other people's worlds, 
<laughs> that is not the world I grew up in. Other people have moms that still want to make them food when they're grownups and send food home with them when they come and visit in little Tupperware containers with labels and dates. Yeah. Very lucky. Oh, my. Like that would never have happened in my life. So this sounds like a lot of this is an emotional roller coaster because you thought this was like an amazing thing, but it wasn't what you expected, but turned out to be not as bad, kind of okay. It was an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Well, it was a lot of it was a lot of realizing that you don't know what you don't know and people's lives are so different growing up like um I mean there's no way that I was planning out lunches for myself. Like that would never happen. I was too busy trying to figure out lunches for other humans and maybe I would drink coffee for lunch when I was working at the high school. So there was the idea of bringing lunch that I was like, okay, he brings his lunch. That's a thing. It's um, kind of planned to a degree. I mean, there were dates on things. I imagine you were kind of following them. Really? Dates? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, weird. And then, I mean, they might have been like dates of like eat them by okay i don't know sure um and that your mom like you go to visit your mom and she makes you food and sends this food home with you like in a giant cooler yeah full of food and i realized this i mean i realized the not cooking thing rather early i figured out that it was his mom that was bringing this food when the first time we went to new jersey and came home with a cooler full of food yep most magical thing I'd ever experienced. It was it was always wonderful. It is always wonderful. I think even when we drive to Iowa, we come away with more food, <laughs> more food than, than we, we arrived there with. with. Yes. Yeah. Um and yet it was a it was a learning curve in the other direction. It was. I had no idea that these creatures existed. No, it's wonderful. <laughs> now there's one more thing. Okay. This might be the most important. And oh. it's just one thing that you know, you can wear all the flowy skirts, mm. have all the jangly bracelets, mm-hmm. have all the feet black as pitch. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to agree that this woodland fairy that you would like to court <laughs> needs to recognize linear time. Oh, wow. That's way harsh, Ty. Well, you do great at it. If you didn't recognize linear time, we wouldn't be here. That's true. I think that that's my Capricorn moon. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't care why. I'm just happy it exists. Thanks a lot, honey. <sighs> that's good. It. That's good. Nailed it. So I don't know who this is for. <laughs> Make sure that your hippie witch fairy woodland creature has some earth in her astrological chart. And that will offset some of the lack of linear time or planning of things or you know if that's something that you're into yeah i understood all that (laughs) time is something that you're into it made perfect sense to me if time is something you're not into then don't worry about it yeah well this is for the people who time is important who care about time and deadlines and procedure and things happening at a time and things happening after that at a different time right when you say you're going to meet someone somewhere or something's going to start, it does courtesy that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. I think this is educational for everybody. I think it was very educational for me, (laughs) both of our listeners. 
both of our listeners and our dogs and Luna someday. And Luna someday, right. But like other two listeners and Luna, this is going to have to be two episodes. Wow. Yeah, we can't stop talking. I thought I had like five bullet points. This is an hour and 20 minutes. Damn. I know. Two episodes. Maybe three. Yeah, probably two. Okay. All right. This is Matt. This is Teeny. <laughs> Mutual victory. Yay. Thank you. <laughs>